0: What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony, Lori, and Mike, and we are discussing episode seven of Invincible, and the episode title is We Need to Talk, and Oh Boy, Do We. So we usually start discussing at the top of the episode and kind of work our way through i don't even know if i want to do that with this episode because there's so much that happened i'm like i don't know where i want to start because the shit is like really hitting the fan in this episode
1: yeah i didn't realize how much shit happened in this episode i mean we have like the mauler brothers and robot shit then we have like the stuff with omni man then the stuff with amber and mark and this like it's so much stuff in this in this episode. I was I was expecting to take a page and a half of notes. I got like three, three and a half pages of notes. So I was like, I just had to keep writing. I was like, holy shit, there's so much stuff.
0: I gave up on notes. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna play it in the background while we talk because there was just too much to go through watching this episode. Lot. It was it it's this episode was bananas. And I'm like, this is the penultimate episode. This is the one. Right before the finale. If this episode was like this, the finale is going to be bananas. I mean, yep. they, did a, they did one of the rare
2: jobs of actually delivering a penultimate episode that lived up to the hype. A lot of shows lost. Uh, we watch and heroes, and <laughs> the penultimate episode sucks. <laughs> but this one actually delivered. <laughs> and no, I will never fr- I will never forget those two
3: First times. heroes season was perfect. Oh, yep. it was. Wasn't it was it?
0: Wasn't yeah. It was though. All right, where you guys want to start? Y'all want to start at the beginning? Do you have any particular thing that you want to start with cuz I'm gonna be honest, I need to talk about Robot. <laughs> let's start
1: there. Yeah, let's
3: go. let <laughs> get can, that. Out we right. can start there. And I just I just want to say, you know, I told you I watched an anime <laughs> where there was someone remote controlling a robot and i was like this is the exact same freaking thing and
0: except that was not a robot except,
3: no that no
0: <laughs> that was a severely deformed human body and it was
3: the well the guy in the anime was was deformed but he wasn't severely deformed like he was combined he was confined to a bathtub does anyone anyone did
1: anyone else think that they just did like a baby a baby sub submerged version of stephen hawking for the baby
0: because he was so smart and so intelligent and had like yeah
1: even even the way that he sounded even the way that he sounded reminded me of stephen hawking i was like
0: yeah you're right yeah, the voice was kind of similar. No, he, he still see, sounded got, like
3: Spot. It still sounded like Zachary King.
0: <laughs> I mean, he did. I got Modoc out of it, to be honest with you.
3: Modoc. I mean, was slightly Modoc was slightly insane sounding. Sorry.
2: Yeah, that's true. But I think I'm going to
0: uh, revise that with Stephen Hawkins because, yeah, I can see that. Uh, so. The question has been, has been brought up like we've been trying to figure out what the hell is going on with Robot, you know, why he seemed to be, I don't want to say obsessed with Monster Girl, but it was kind of going in that direction that, you know, he just had a really unhealthy attachment to her and we find out why in this episode. So the Mahler brothers have been building a body for Robot, and we didn't know it was, like, specifically for Robot.
3: And it was based on Rex his DNA.
0: Oh, we'll get get to that. Oh, my God. We will get to that.
3: Of all fucking
0: We will get to that. But the Mahler brothers have been building this body. We find out that Robot is actually a 30-year-old genius trapped in a very deformed body. Like he is, it's one of those weird things that you see in science fiction movies and TV shows. He's got this deformed body. He looks like an overgrown adult that's like severely deformed. His his face is not formed clearly. His limbs are not formed clearly. He's just stuck in this grotesque form and he's surviving by living in a, mechanical contraption filled with some kind of fluid that's keeping him alive and i've been busting my brain trying to figure out where i saw something like that before and i just cannot think of it but it was just one of those oh okay and and then he has all of these robot clones that he's been controlling
3: mentally oh and and oxygen and the air is toxic to him
0: yes air is toxic to him which is why he's living in the little Uh, liquid stuff because if he breathes regular air it burns his lungs it's just like robot you got a lot of things going on the one thing we did not find out in this episode is how he came to be that way was he born that way was it a tragic accident was it was it a scientific experiment gone wrong
3: i I think he was born that way
0: okay but then
3: i think it's one it's it's that it's that it's that trope in sci-fi where his intelligence was the trade-off that he got for his deformity
2: okay it's sort of like that 19 bringing guys back here it's like that 1977 78 movie of john travolta remember bubble boy
0: <laughs> yes
2: you remember that yeah it's sort of like that yeah but in a way more in a way more in depth yeah. but yeah it's like he can't be in the actual environment but he can survive if he's got certain parameters and it's like this thing is is that you've got these people who are extremely smart and like Stephen Hawking and their bodies are just so misaligned messed up you just want to cry I mean you know, uh, I was watching it with Mark and the first thing Mark said was, oh my. He goes, I just, he goes, I can't even imagine. He goes, how much physical pain this person is just to live on a day-to-day basis. But at the same time, he goes, the trade-off is he says, they're probably like the third or fourth smartest person on the planet.
3: Or even like someone like John Nash who was this brilliant economics mathematician and his brain just was not cooperating with him you know yeah it's it's the sacrifice that intelligent people it's just the trope that 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 great intelligence comes at a cost but i guess it's Stephen Hawking's and john nash it's like it's not really a trope it's it's their life yeah
1: i mean he kind of he kind of reminded the way he looked it kind of reminded me of a combination of john merrick the elephant man and kratu from um What's the would be total recall? Like it's kind of it's kind of a combination of those two to me. And it's right. like it, it's just like you said, it's just like we like y'all said, like you, you can't have it all. You can't be extremely brilliant and have a body that that can hold that can withstand. You know, you can either have a you can you can't just you can't have it all, and that really shows that you can't do it.
0: Yeah. So apparently what's What's going on and and the urgency with robot is apparently the mental link that he has with the robots that he's actually controlling appears to be fading out. He's starting to lose his connection because we the first instance that we see that something is really wrong with him is back at Guardian's headquarters. Monster Girl arrives there from the hospital. She's healed. And they're having like kind of sort of a, you know, welcome home party for her. And she's talking to Robot about, you know, how he was key in her recovery. And she was like, you know, if it hadn't been for you, I wouldn't have made it. And he was like, no worries, monster girl. I would have never let you die. And then he just keeps saying, die, 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 die. And she gets a little freaked out. Everybody else gets a little freaked out because one And I know this is me kind of trying to see things that may not be there, but I'm like him saying die as the word that he's repeating over and over and over again. That doesn't seem to me like a good omen. (laughs) Right. But um, yeah, it's it's just kind of like um, foreshadowing much. I mean, I don't know that she's going to die, but it just kind of is one of those things where it's like, um, she just might because of the way that they're, you know, the the way that that played out. It was, it, it just came across as weird. And then that's when we see a truck driver approaching the Mahler brothers warehouse and they try to stop the truck driver because he's not supposed to be there And when they go to start shooting at it, it, like literally the driver doesn't flinch, nothing is going on. And then they realize that this is a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, being, being controlled by robots. So when he makes his appearance so that they can see the real him for the first time, that's when the brothers realize, oh, we've been building you a body. So this is where it starts to get weird because like we said, He's using Rexplo's DNA, which, okay, that's already problematic enough. You're using someone else's DNA. Then when they start talking logistics and Robot analyzes the body that they've made for him, turns out they added a few extra things because they wanted to be able to control him.
1: Yep. They added time release, mycotoxin sacs, embedded cortical override, and seven, no, Eight synaptic transceivers. Uh, it looks like they put the toxin in just in case they wanted to needed to kill him if they, if he tried to do something, and then the cortical override to kill his brain and the synaptic transceivers to possibly control him. And then I love how he said, "Please, I would have been disappointed if you hadn't tried." It just shows that he knows his audience. Like he was like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm. Y'all are really smart." Shout out to them, by the way, because for them looking like they're just they just like beat shit up, they are smart as fuck.
0: I mean, we said this in the last episode. The fact that they were able to build that cloning station just like (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
3: I mean, they they have literally perfected cloning. Yeah. I mean, they have now,
0: which is scary in itself because. It would be, well, then again, no. Because I was going to say it would be different if it was like scientists that were working for the greater good. But we all, I mean, we're all familiar with sci-fi. That never goes well.
1: Nothing, no. No No, matter what
0: the intent. It never turns out well.
1: Cloning, messing with brains, none of that ever ends up.
0: Right, right. So anyway, they remove all of the extras. They hook them up to the cloning machine along with the new body. And they start the transfer. And this thing, I mean, even though it's animated, even though it's not real, I was sitting in my seat cringing. Like, this thing looks painful as hell. But basically, they they transfer the consciousness of the deformed robot. I don't even know. We can't even call him robot now. Does he have a name? I don't think he ever said his name. He
3: did say his name. He did say yeah, he his did. name okay I got a fun um but I, I did want to say that uh, didn't he point out that the real reason why he chose them was not really the cloning technology it was their ability to do the mind transfer yes that that was what right. was key for robot was the mind transfer technology which goes back to the conversation we had about which one was the original right because it's, it's a total absolute transfer of memory and brain then it's basically the original mm-hmm. and and that's why it's funny to always hear them argue about which one is the original because they essentially are all original e- Right. Each, exactly. each clone isn't a yep. new clone with you know starting to have new memories it's like a repeat of the previous person because it has mm-hmm. all the memories and feelings of the last one right so I have a theory <clears throat> So this, this is, is the a theory-free thing. zone. So.
1: I like every like. There, there's always <laughs> for a thing. you it is stop. A hey, hey. For listen. you it is. I I don't want to say it. Let me go. Let me let me do this. All right. So we have the Mahler brothers. They always argue about which one is the original. I surmise to you that neither one of them is the original. I surmise that the original one cloned himself, and the clone killed the original. And it goes that way, like whichever one clones the other one, the one that is cloned kills the one that made the clone. So it just kind of goes that way. So they all think they're the original because they've killed the one that made them. So that's I I believe to just judge on how they talk and how things go and how that episode went where he where he destroyed his other clone. And I think I think that's how it that's how it works with them
0: you know i'm going to agree at this point does it even matter <laughs> because you can't there's no definitive way for us to ever be able to tell so i i, I mean it's the it,
1: it's the weirdest weirdest chicken or the egg question ever but i just think that you know
2: <laughs> right i think it might be important uh down the line maybe in a future season if something comes up where they have to go back to what they call, was it, base code or basic code, and they have to do something uh, with the model twins. I think it might matter then. But for now, it's sort of like, okay, as long as you have the genetic material and it's not corrupted, I think you're good. I think for Robot uh, getting rid of the body and getting his consciousness moved over to a different body, that's no different than what we've seen in countless sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's a trope. But at the same time, we also know mainly Doctor Who, Andromeda, a couple, yes, I said Andromeda, a couple other different shows that when you move your consciousness over, sometimes it doesn't exactly work the way
0: that you want it to. And you might want to keep the original body around just in case. Yeah. And I think that's kind of sort of what happens here in this instance when they transfer or when they, when they clone, I guess robot's mind because it the new body the new robot the human body he realizes that they are both actively seeing the same things which i don't think is supposed to happen but the original robot this is going to get so weird saying this back and forth for for the next few minutes He knew that this was going to happen and he knew that this was what he wanted because that allows him to go ahead and die and get out of the pain that he's in by being in that original deformed body. So that's weird. That was a weirdly um, emotional scene. I mean, even the Mahler brothers were wiping away tears. My daughter was like, really, are they crying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're, they're brilliant and sensible and sensitive.
0: Yeah, they sensitive, but immediately like they wiped the tears and they were like, okay, about our payment (laughs) and the payment that robot offered them or was supposed to give them was this collar that's supposed to allow them to control whoever wears it. But of course the Mahler brothers have other plans because what they want to do is they want to take the collar and they want to kind of kill robot and robot is like, or human robot is like, Yep, nope, that's not about to happen. And he unleashes his little army of robots. And, and
3: his yes. his transformer. Yep.
0: And his transformer. he actually has this big transformer version that yeah. like pops that van, up. That van was
1: more than meets the eye. <laughs> I've been waiting since Monday to use that damn joke. Been waiting since Monday
0: <laughs> I was wondering which one of you two. I knew it was gonna be either you or it was gonna be Anthony. Really? But I was wondering which really one. Of you were you, wondering which one of y'all were gonna come with the first Transformer joke.
1: You knew for. I set him I up as soon me.
3: as soon I, as I, I said Transformer, he knew exactly right. where to go. Exactly. I, I
1: knew. It. I, it's like, yeah, that was that, that. That's teamwork. <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. That was a perfect alley oop pass. He might as well have be been like Chris Paul. <laughs> like you. <laughs> that was perfect. Appreciate you, bros. I'm talking
3: about. No problem.
0: Oh goodness, but yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna finish this out with robot. We're gonna I, cir- I need to we gotta get get circle everything. back.
3: We gotta circle back to this.
0: We, you want to? You really want to? Okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll circle, circle back, back because robot, while he leaves his transformer and other robots there to fight the Marler brothers, he has to go back to Guardians HQ because some other stuff done popped off elsewhere in the world. So we're gonna start right back at the beginning. so it seems like the jig's up for Omni-Man because now Debbie has an inkling of what's going on she's already confronted him about it and of course he tried to play you know he played the narcissist he played the Uh, you know victim shifting like oh I don't know what you're talking about he
3: pulled out the deck, and he tried every card in the deck. And then Debbie
0: gave him a very big fuck you before she went to bed that night.
3: I do want to say the joker big I do want to say this. Even after he said, even after he said, I just want you to trust me. She's like, okay, well, tell me what's going on. Oh, you just have to trust me. <laughs> it's like dude. <laughs> she's trying. Like, she literally basically asks you what the hell is going on. And you're like, no, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs>
1: I mean, she really loved him. It's just that it's just that he really didn't reciprocate. He, I mean, it show it shows the the level of commitment that he lacks with this relationship. I mean, if he would have been, I mean, it's kind of a parallel between him, those two and Amber and Mark. It's like they're both they're both two trust issues right there that were not handled properly.
0: Yeah, and, were,
3: but- and he's like, oh, i am I've been struggling. I was going to tell you this months ago okay, well, you can tell me now, and he's like, okay, but you have to trust me. I- I'll-, I'll tell you eventually. It's like, come on, dude. This- She's not going to buy that.
0: No, and I wouldn't even go so far as to compare those two to Mark and Amber, because again, Mark and Amber just starting. They've only been in this relationship for five months. Debbie has put 20 years into this. Nolan should have trusted her. And, you know, he-, he comes across in this episode, it's almost like You know, when she confronted him the night before and went to bed angry, he sat down in the chair. He put his head in his hands like, oh no, what am I going to do? Even this morning in the the first scenes of the episode, when she confronts him, he's pleading with her. Like he's still trying to make this work, but it's when Debbie stands up to him and she's like, no, you broke that trust. I'm not going to trust you. That's when it's like all bets are off. You know, she tells him, she was like, Look, if you can't tell me what's going on, you can get out of my house, get out of my house. He gets mad and he's like, We'll talk about this later. And he flies through the house. No, and no, he busts no. through he the roof, the roof. roof.
1: You, petty so- <laughs> you petty motherfucker. You petty motherfucker. You put a hole up. in the fucking house because you didn't get your way. You petty son of a bitch. Are you kidding me right now? Th- this, this I mean, I didn't, I, 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 didn't expect less. I didn't. I'll, I'll say this. I, I expected him to do something this fucking douchey, but I mean, he was like, "We'll talk later." Boom. Now, now you're gonna get rain on your rain
3: on your head. That's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know he's done. He's done. Exactly. He that's what I was gonna
0: say. That's how you know. He's this done. is like the end of him and Debbie right yeah. here because she didn't give him what he wanted, and at this point, he's like, "Okay, you know what." i only need to worry about mark and as soon as omni-man leaves you see donald and some of their uh i don't even know what you call those invisible soldiers the, the, the ones GRC that kind of,
1: soldiers? yeah
0: i think so but yeah. they just kind of yeah, go, so. disappear and reappear in the air and so they take her to cecil and i i tell you Debbie is not one to mess with because as soon as she comes in, she tells Cecil like she thinks she's doing something good. She's like, Nolan killed the Guardians of the Globe. He's like, I know we've been trying to figure out why she slaps him like
1: she put her hips Excuse into it. Me? Yeah, she, did. she was she like she tilted her body and then came back around. She put that Tiger Woods swing on that slap. I was like, damn, oh,
0: man, <laughs> she went in. Let me tell you. She should have. Debbie is not the one to fuck with. Like she is, she's sick of Cecil shit. But I mean, I can kind of sort of understand why Cecil kept it from her. Because again, he's trying to make sure one, they can figure out a way to take down Nolan if that's what they have to do. Two, if Debbie were to be in that house with him, knowing exactly what Nolan did, I don't think she would have been able to keep it up. I mean, we see from the moment she starts seriously suspecting her behavior towards him starts to change and he starts to notice it. I think if she had had it confirmed by Cecil, it probably would have put her in danger. So, and I think, especially after watching this episode, I really do get the feeling, you know, we talk about Cecil, we talk about the fact that he's a hard ass and he's all about getting things done. But I think in this episode, we also see he really does care for Nolan. He really does care for Debbie. And this whole thing with what Nolan is doing is like a stab to the heart. You know, he even says that he was like, look, you know, when when he brings up Debbie to Nolan later on in the episode, Nolan's like, don't you speak her name? He was like, why? You hurt her just like you hurt me. We have that in common. And so it's kind of like. Yeah, I think Cecil is hurt. And at the same time, he's got to sit there and wait, okay, this is a person that I actually did consider a friend for 20 years. If he's this homicidal maniac, if he can just pick off people that he quote unquote called friends just as easily as he did, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? What can we do? And I think that's pretty much been Cecil's whole thing, this whole episode. I mean, you see he's desperate. All the things that he brought in, he brought in D.A. Sinclair from the college episode to create more of those creepy ass robots. And, you know, he sent those after Nolan. He sent the kaiju after Nolan. It's just, there's a lot of stuff going on. And At this point, like you said, Anthony Nolan is just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Y'all are about to see what I can do and boy oh boy. Ugh.
3: But before we get there, someone has something they want to say about Amber.
0: We can okay. talk about Amber. <laughs>
3: well, look. No, we we let's get this out of the way so we can go to the good stuff. <laughs> all right, listen. I'm sick of this hope. With all due
1: respect, I'm sick of this hope. First of all, okay, let's get let's get to the part where they drive back and Amber he, like Mark's still trying to trying to be trying to make men things. She turns the radio up on him. Okay, whatever. She's mad. She goes in, he's still trying to explain to her. He's ready to tell her. She slams the door in his face. So he goes up to her window and flies in. He's like, Amber, it's me. I'm invincible. She's like, I know. This whole knew she knew I'm I'm even she knew at the university. She's known, she's probably she probably had an inkling when she went over to his house the first time. She's known for a while, and then she has the audacity, the unmitigated gall to be mad at him for not telling her. To be mad at him for saving. If she saw, if she was mad, she turned. She didn't see him. Then she saw him saving, saving his best friend. Why is she still mad at him? She is because Ugh. he still lied no. to
0: her. He still kept it from her. She has every she right knew. to be mad. She
1: knew. She had. She knew exactly who he was. If she didn't know, if she didn't know before, she knew it at the university because she saw him. And there's no way she didn't hear William say Mark. There's no way and she didn't he hear he that. he still
0: lied Absolutely. to her when she asked him where he was. He lied to her. Why did I she went went just, to go? Get okay, killed.
1: okay, fine. Why did she just Why, why is she
3: particip- Why is she playing this game with him though? Why is she sitting there? It's not a game. She's known this whole time. It's not. Every every time she asks him is a setup question. Every time, well, where were you at? Where were you doing? And he's going to tell her, "Well, uh, I was doing XYZ." And she knew for months that he was invincible. And she's still asking him, "Where were you? What were you doing?" That's a game. Because, because she could have told him a long she could have told to him her. a long time ago. Because he's not lying because out of maliciousness, he's lying because it's a okay, secret identity. Okay. He's lying, to,
1: he's lying to keep. He's lying to keep. He's lying to keep her from being Lois okay. Lane and Mary Jane. Right, Mary Jane Watson. Right, so again, right. kidnapped. But, like we said before, being kidnapped and and right. for ransom and all but this other happy horse shit.
3: And she could have said months ago when you know what mark i know you're invincible and confronted him about it but no she didn't confront him about it she let him keep lying so at the end of the day she can say oh you were lying to me this whole time but you let him lie to you okay
0: so in this vein you can say the same thing about debbie debbie has known that nolan murdered the, the guardians she wanted him to tell her when it comes to stuff like that you can equate it to a whole bunch of things You can equate it to a woman who finds out her husband is cheating. If you are a woman with some self esteem about you, you are not gonna confront. You want that person to tell you. You want that person to have enough love for you and enough respect for you to come to you and tell you what it is you need to know. The fact that he didn't bother telling her, even after all this time, even after all the chances that she gave him to come clean with her. He still didn't do it. He only did it now because he felt pressed into a corner because she finally had enough and she was like, okay, you know what? I'm done with your lying. Why does it take someone getting caught for them to come clean? Okay.
3: That is she a false, first of all, right to that's be mad. a false, that's a false equivalency to equivocate God, this to a man cheating on us. his wife or girlfriend, because he okay. was not okay. cheating guys, 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 on her. He that's was a one.
2: secret. Is no, a, no, no, that that's a false,
3: secret. that's a false equivalency, because mm-hmm. guess what, because guess what, he told her, uh, okay. and she still crucified him for it. So who would have known that if she had told her months ago that she wouldn't have done the same thing because he didn't really know what to do. And he didn't really, all he knew was that you keep your secret identity a secret to protect those that you love. So he was, and I have have been a proponent of him telling her if he really loved her, if he really wanted to make the same way with her, he's eventually going to have to tell her. So when he finally tells her, what does she do? She crucifies him. And I don't think that's fair because now she can sit there and say, well, you've been lying to me for months. And I don't think that's right. And that's all I'm going to say about okay. it. Okay. I can't get worked up over this because I was the one t- saying that he should have told her already. If but how many one. episodes
0: have but you however, been saying that? It's been six
3: he, months. It's
0: been
2: six months.
3: But like he said, I'm telling you now. Okay. And he's still crucified for it. Okay. So, okay. What is he supposed to do?
2: Go back twenty five years, different world. Jaleesa's birthday episode was Sinbad has her believing that she's going to meet up with the Jamaican. Okay, remember he lied to her. He had okay. Wayne. he had yeah, Dwayne yeah, yeah. Wayne. He had Ron. He had all the running around, and he thought that he was tricking her. Only she came out with the Jamaican reggae thing on, and she was tricking him.
1: No, no, no. You got to reverse. You got to reverse. Oh, yeah, you yeah, that's reverse. right, that's
2: right, that's right, that's right, right. It's yeah, Talisa same-
1: is Sheila. Sheila is Talisa. Right. Yes, I played. I got you. I same got
2: you. scenario right there. Same scenario, okay? Yes, I brought it that far. My thing is, Amber was wrong. Invincible was wrong. They both, two different sides of the same coin, okay? Amber was really wrong. Because she kept this boy on the hook, okay? Invincible, tried to protect his family's secret identity because it was his first girlfriend, didn't feel that he could not, I'm not going to use the word man up because I don't want to disrespect men. I don't think he was strong enough to say, hi, this is it. And when he found out that she knew, he should have said, you know what? I'm sorry, and bounced and went off and did something, came back two days later with some flowers and cheesecake. Amber, on the other hand, was wrong because she was foul because she kept him in the dark because if she knew she could have helped him that's my point
1: okay also real quick Hanako there you were you the way you said that Donna and Nolan and Amber and Mark are basically the same thing those are those
3: are way I said no I said
0: there I said there are two different things I said there are two different things you can't compare a 20 year relationship to a six month relationship in in that vein that's no, different. I okay.
1: I can I can agree with that, but I just I, I'm still of the mind that if Amber Amber knew when they when he when he bought that bought that case that case from when they went to the Philip the Philippine fair thingy. Yep. yep. She knew that. She hundred yep. percent knew because mm-hmm. because he when he went to Mars and brought her back a, a rock from fucking Mars. How what? and and, what? and we and we we've already talked about her him saying that he was going on a going on a surprise surprise peace corps mission or whatever the fuck bullshit excuse he gave when he when he went mm. to mars she knew then she 100% knew and you cannot convince, convince me otherwise also I'm not
3: saying
0: that she didn't know, and I'm not saying that she was. I'm not saying that she was right for keeping it. But what I am saying is, she does have a right to be mad that he lied to her for the, for all those months. No, and she okay. does Yes, she does. No, uh, but, but, but she absolutely has the right to be mad. But
1: I'm what when I am I'm, I'm, I'm saying irritated. is what I'm saying what I'm saying is at the university when, when she when she, when she while she if she instead of being busy saying where where'd you go I can't believe you did this da, 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 da she keep when he was giving those excuses she'd have been like look mark I know you're invincible she could have said it then then right, right then right. and they could have hashed it out then instead of doing that long ass drive home and put and keeping him in suspense and shit and then when he finally reveals she takes she says bruh I know but I'm still mad at you. That's garbage.
0: But
2: she she could have she done it her,
1: then. But
0: why is it her responsibility to make him tell the truth?
1: Mark it's has, not it, her
0: responsibility. Okay. Mark's a child. All
1: right, look, Mark, this is Mark's first... She has more
0: sense than he does. No, oh, he no, has... no, no, no.
1: Mark, this is Mark's first relationship. We can all agree that Amber has way more common sense than Mark. We can agree that, right. that, that Amber is way more mature than Mark. Right. So, Mark wasn't really to be if we're going to be if we're being totally honest with it with ourselves, Mark wasn't ready to have be in a relationship with anybody. This is his first relationship, of course, he's going to it up. We've he wasn't ready,
0: he, he wasn't We've ready. He
1: wasn't ready. So, yeah, he's going to make some mistakes. Plus, not only on top of this being his first romantic relationship, he just got his powers. How the hell is he going to tell? I mean, he what is he doesn't even know how to handle that um nolan has been it's no no been nolan, nolan's been powered months. no nolan's been powered for for most of his life if not all of his life nolan has been powered all of his life he knows the and down he knows how to do all that shit he six months fine okay he, he, he's been he's been a he's been a superhero for six months that's nothing in in comparison to when to what no to, to how long Nolan has been a and superhero
0: been in a he relationship doesn't... with her for five months you are not going to sway me on this he should have told her and she has the right to be mad
1: I just don't I just don't get it also she real...
0: has I say and even, especially with what she says she tells him she said you made me feel unwanted you made me feel like I couldn't be trusted. And you made me feel unappreciated.
1: Did she even listen
0: to him? No, listen to
3: She said all of that. She said all of that after he told her, like that. That's my problem. Yeah. It's like because you want him to. Tell, you want him to tell you, so you wait to pounce on him the moment he tells you. He's like, okay, I'm. He's like, I need to tell you this. I'm invincible. Oh, so I already know. Thing. And if, then she rakes him over the coals. Uh-uh, so that meant that would have happened. That would have happened anytime.
0: No, it wouldn't. Yes, have. it would have. No, yes, not. it would have. No. You can't, convince
3: me, not, no, you can't like, convince me two, otherwise. You can't convince me otherwise. Because nine. you basically you basically required him to tell her like the day after he threw the trash can. Right. It's like, oh my God, I'm he's got he to tell everyone, I'm invisible.
0: But yes, as soon yes, you are as you because, her, no, no, because no, 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 after the finish. first
3: lie, Stop. after the first lie he tells her she's gonna hold it over his head because of her reaction because of how she acted after this she held this all in and it's accumulated over this time four, she allowed it to accumulate months. over time. so no she can't get mad at him yes for she waiting. can no she can't no, can. because this is months months because all, of her feeling no of no, her feeling because like her he, time is no.
0: disrespected yes it is the more, no it's the more, not because yes, it he
3: told her and she raped him over from the From a
0: woman's perspective someone who has been in that exact situation you will never be able to convince me Otherwise, I have dated been a
1: superhero? in What is position. Know this, this I was going to say you
3: dated a superhero? No, I dated date an superhero? asshole.
0: <laughs> I, I was married to an asshole. But you will never be able to tell me the the months that she spent feeling like her time was not important. Everything about their relationship that he took for granted. He could have told her months before or even gave her more no, fees
3: see, uh, yeah. this this no this is why this this is why this is why this is difficult as this is why this is not a fair comparison because if a woman finds out that her husband or man is cheating on her or whoever her spouse is cheating on her she's not going to sit there for an additional six months or five months and let him continue to lie to her when she knows for a fact that he's cheating. She's not gonna let him keep cheating and going out with this other person and doing whatever for five whole months. And then at the end say, he's like, i'm sorry i've been cheating you're like oh i've known i've known the whole five months that you were doing this and i feel unloved and unappreciated no that that there's no woman alive that i know of if she knew for a fact that her husband was cheating you know what my husband told me Look, is gonna sit there and my my husband no no. (laughs) No for a fact
2: in the house okay my ex-husband beat my ass so bad he brought the side chick in and told me I had to wait on her ass because I was too scared to leave for two more years okay so Uh, one I agree
0: with Hanako on the other hand I call bullshit you want to know what my ex-husband told me when I confronted him the many times that we had this issue in our marriage I was married for almost 17 years his response was you shouldn't have went snooping that was his whole response. I got that too.
3: I, I got that saying. too. It's not the same. It's, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Don't equivocate.
2: And move the chick in the house. Okay. Don't
3: equivocate what Mark did with that. Because it's not the it, same. It's a lot.
0: Way. Okay. Let
3: me, n- let me put it to you. In, let me put it to you
0: in this. Let me put it to you in this different. vein. So when people talk about committing sins. If you ever read your Bible, the Bible says a sin is a sin is a sin. As Mm -hmm. far as the Bible goes, in God's eyes, telling a lie is the same as committing murder. You can't quantify the Mm -hmm. the different levels. He Mm -hmm. lied to her. He knew that what he was doing was causing her to feel mistrustful. He knew that it was causing her to feel like her time was not important to the point where he was trying to apologize to her by bringing her gifts. That is classic toxic behavior. Oh,
3: wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Hold okay, on. Hold Let's on. See, hold on. on. I'll
3: I'll go. Go. I'll I'll go. See, hold on. Here's no, 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 no. Okay, Uh, six months Uh, uh, is not a good indicator. Two
2: to three to five, six, seven years plus is six months is not an it's a start, but it is not enough time to have that addictive, abusive behavior. Six months, they're 17 years old. They don't have those parameters set in their minds yet. Yes, she should have been irritated. Should she have been pissed? She should have acted. Did she deserve to act like Whitley Gilbert? No. Pissed. Yes. Him, on the other hand, he needed to understand that relationships when you're a teenager are vastly different from when you're an adult because they're still learning about. Amber should have, at the very least, had a little bit of wusha. Okay, I'm going to sit back in the cut and I'm going to see what he's going to do because they're both 17.
3: The Bible also says a lot about forgiveness. And I didn't see any of that good. coming. From you got to give her. T- you uh, got to give her time to work through one, that. He was no, 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 no. He was. He was admitting. He was. He was, at, he was telling her what he was. He was admitting that he was wrong, and he was apologizing. And she still raked him over the coals. She shouldn't
2: have done. And it.
3: I still also think it was unfair for her to sit here, knowing that he's lying to her, to allow him to continue to lie to her, mm-hmm. just because in the end she's just going to take all of that. And Why on did he it? come that's,
0: clean with that's her at that point? Because to, she had you know, yes, it does. Does it, it matter? It does. Because
3: if her if her desire, if her desire was for him to come clean, he only and he told tells her, look, because I'm invincible. He
0: had no other option because she had already decided that she was mad enough to be done with him. That's the only reason why he told her. And his in his mind, she has already she's been mad mind, and done with him several times in before. his mind. He's like, Okay, if I tell her. I can win her back. Same toxic behavior as a as a man saying, "Oh, if I tell her I'm sorry, she's gonna come back to me." No,
3: no. They've they've already had the same song and dance. He's uh, has apologized, and she's come back and said, "Okay, we can start." And over.
0: he keeps doing it over and over. And guess over what? And this time
3: again. he didn't. And she took all of those times before and dumped it but all on she him. But He had already broken him. Up with him. Why again? would he
0: wait until that point to say, oh, this is why. So now that I've told you this, now you should forgive me. And, and no, no, and he's
3: telling broken. her because he feels like it's the right thing to do. Look, no. I, I'm going to tell you that I'm invincible. Yeah, I should have told you this before, but I am invincible. And she's like, oh, well, I already knew that. He told <laughs> that her thing because she didn't want to hear
0: any more excuses from him, and I'll be—I I would be very interested to see how listeners feel about this whole thing because I've seen—I've seen both sides of the coin on social media. People discussing it, like some people feel like Amber is right for standing up for herself and not allowing that—that that behavior to continue. Some people think that she's wrong and she should—you know—she should you know, have been like, "Oh, okay, we're cool." But,
3: no, she didn't have to be like we're cool. But she didn't. She she doesn't. It's it's very difficult to sit here and 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 feel like it's okay for her to, to rake him over the coals for something that she allowed to continue. Think I, I that think, she knowingly allowed to continue. I think Mike and all the go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I, I said I was done. I'm done now.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
3: All right. <laughs> okay. First
1: of all. Um, All all that shit that happened to you two ladies was bullshit. I'm sorry it happened. You know, guys suck, throw rocks at us. Okay, secondly, my whole point in this was that I understand that they've been in a relationship long enough for him to, to know if he can trust her in telling her his secret identity. I get that. However, this is a teenage relationship and this is his first relationship also we're dealing with the fact that she has known for an indeterminate period in, of time in this six months that he was invincible or a superhero or something was going on with him in that vein and she still didn't confront him ask him questions beat around the bush she didn't leave give him give any clues to say hey even even when he got his ass beat and she took Adam Eve's word for it that he got hit by a fucking bus, she believed it, and still went I don't it.
0: know if she I don't know if she had figured it out by that point because I think what she said okay. to Mark is that I think she said she had known for a couple of weeks.
1: She no, I see. I don't believe I don't believe that. I think she. I think she. I think she's known longer. Even if she didn't, again to my point, she knew. At the university, she knew then, even if she didn't figure it out by William blurting out Mark's name when he saved him, she knew before then, and she saw him saving lives. Either that's either that's her not caring or that's bad writing. It's one of the two things because he said his name kind of loud. I mean, I'm sure I mean, even though it was just them around there, she probably could have heard even in the distance something that sounded like Mark. So even if she she knew, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend the fact that he didn't tell her. I'm just I'm just saying that she could have. I'm 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 judging her on not saying something at the university because she could have said something, instead of breaking them across the coals for leaving and going to get help or becoming the help. She he could she could she could have said then that she knew, and and prevented all this. And she'd be like, OK, I know you're invincible. Why didn't you tell me? They could have had it out then, but she strung it out until they went home. She made him. I mean, it, I just have a problem with all that. I also have a problem with with them showing her. OK, I think I said last in the last episode that Amber in the comic books was white and they made her black in this series. And I and that kind of took me the wrong way. I don't know if I'm looking if I have my militant headband on with this or not, but they're kind of showing her as the black as the angry black woman stereotype, and it's a it's a tired trope that you know she just doesn't care, she wants yeah. her own way, blah blah blah, and it's like that she's being yeah. stubborn, ornery, argumentative, and she's just doing whatever she wants to, and is not and is being unforgiving, and I kind of have a problem with that. Because it just just for the fact that she was white in the comic books and they changed her to being black, I'm like, okay, I don't see why y'all would have done that, but okay. But then giving her, making her act like this is still problematic to me as well. But I'm sticking, but I'm sticking to my gun saying that she she reacted that she could, they both could have handled it way better.
0: I do agree with that. Um, yeah, this is the one that we are going to have to agree to disagree because even even with your assessment of her being portrayed as the angry black girl, I'm not looking at it like that. Like I said, I feel like Amber is standing up for herself. She's standing up demanding that she be respected as a person and as a girlfriend. And she's showing Mark that you can't do anything and just treat me any kind of way and then expect it to go away with just an apology. Like, oh, I'm supposed to forgive everything that you've done Over the last six months, and she does say in this scene that she figured it out a few weeks ago. So it's been a few weeks, but again, that's a topic that we will have to agree to disagree with because I look at it from a totally different perspective. And I'm I'm fine with that. So
1: I I can, and I can, I can appreciate that, and that's, and that's fine. And. And that's but her knowing for a few weeks still goes to my point that she she went off on him at the university for nothing. She could have handled it way better. She could have handled have it better. It,
0: it, knowing knowing now that she knew, she could have handled that better. But I think again I will stick by my statement. She was probably in okay. shock. She was probably scared. Right. And yeah, I think at this point, like she said, she figured it out. But she it wasn't anything that was confirmed. And in her mind regardless of who he is as a superhero and what he's doing all she knows is she was there she was in danger and he left so i so i still i think she could have handled it better at the college but i still again understand what she was going through and what her mindset was when she got angry with him but um kind of piggybacking off of this um william William, like I said before, William is the best friend that's going to tell you what you need to hear. And he doesn't pull punches with Mark. He's like, look, you are, you know, well, first Mark says that he's no longer superhero because he's a bad friend. He's a bad boyfriend. And William is like, yeah, you are a shitty boyfriend. You are a shitty friend, but you got to suck it up. You got to make the right decisions you got to do what you're going to do if you're going to be a superhero this is what you need to do like william said he's he said i have to bring this up if you had helped me look for rick when i told you he was in danger none of that stuff would have happened to him but again mark and his messed up priorities he's like oh i need to go fix this with amber because again, he was holding stuff.
1: Again, he he's a teenage boy who's he's a teenage boy who's neutral relationship, and he's also a superhero. He has a lot of shit going. He I'm not I'm not, not absolving blame. I'm just saying that he has a lot of shit going on in his mind that he can't get straight yet. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying about it. I'm not I'm not I'm not absolving him of any blame because he's done some stupid shit. I I'll be the first to admit that. That's fine. He did some stupid shit, but it's like. It's some shit that he hasn't, he hasn't learned how to deal with being a superhero and being a teenager or a person. He has, he has six months of experience in both of these things.
0: Yeah, I guess. But also, uh, on, on the same vein, your daddy was trying to tell you. <laughs> your daddy was trying to tell you. you he should have been,
3: been, <laughs> been, yeah, he, he been listening.
0: That's but, true. Yeah, he should have been listening.
3: That's true. So
0: let's talk about William again. So, in the midst of kind of raking Mark over the coals and at the same time kind of encouraging him, like, okay, look, you can pull your grades up, you can fix that, da 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 da. He, <laughs> William is eating a hamburger. <laughs> and he tells Mark, he was like, You are like, the, what did he say? He said, Friends tell friends the, t- the truth. He's like, you're like a bad guy in a samurai movie who gets cut in half but thinks they're fine until they're like oh my god my top half sliding away from my bottom half," and they visually (laughs) show this with his hamburger the top of his burger falling off into the fast food bag and i was like that was just it was the corniest thing but it was so funny because i like this about william again william is one of those he doesn't pull any punches he's very funny with the shit that he says but he makes a lot of sense like mark you need to start listening to your peer group a little bit more you need to start listening to your parents a little bit more but you know it's just a
3: flesh wound (laughs) right
0: (laughs) right right. and then all of a sudden you're falling into five pieces on the ground like that dude in uh shadow and bones uh second episode or like victor in underworld it's just like
3: the black knight in um monty python search for the holy grail
0: why are there so many examples of this
3: or like or
1: like frieza being cut in half by dragon ball z
0: yes why are (laughs) there so many
3: examples of this
1: (laughs) because because it's an anime trope there's a whole lot of them it's like what's his name the swordman kenshi like what's his name Uh, something like that. it's Kenshi something, yeah, something I, but it's I, like
0: he, I know what you're talking about uh
1: yeah it's like he does that shit all the time it's like I love I love the memes where they have they have the guy with the sword, he goes like this and he's like what'd you do there and it's like oh! and they slide apart like that like even from just going like that yeah anime is awesome but it, it also shout, shout shout out to Mark for when when Mark Mark told Mark told Will that his dad was Omni-Man he was like really he's like oh of why did I, did, never, did I never see that did i never see that i think is that that seemed like kind of a little fourth wall break by, by william i was like okay that was funny as shit like i probably really should have seen that yeah i mean because like, because nolan because he doesn't he doesn't put any glasses on he doesn't he does really nothing. protect his identity it's like nothing and, and
3: he flies nothing. he flies I mean, out of the house like, there's no one else living in the, in the neighborhood
0: right like yeah yeah, he's in a
3: whole neighborhood an entire
1: neighborhood did they not walk around like you see him go straight up in the air and shoot off to naples to get pizza and come back like nobody saw that shit
0: but like we said in the last episode it's the same thing with adam eve like how was she in their school and mark had no clue you know what let me just let me let me stay off mark
3: (laughs) just (laughs) stay off mark
0: oh goodness so anyway
1: lord have mercy
0: As Mark, you know, is trying to deal with his heartbreak, he tells William, he's like, look, I can't take you telling me the truth right now. He was like, I love you. I need to go find somebody else to talk to. So of course he goes to find Adam Eve because Adam Eve has dealt with asshole boyfriends as well and bad relationships. So he's going to talk to her to kind of let her know. And she doesn't give him as hard a time, but you know, he, he tells her, he was like, you were the one who told me not to tell her that I'm a superhero. She said, yeah, but I also so I also did not tell you to make her feel like shit and to ignore her and to you know whatever. Anyway. So while they're <laughs>
3: yeah, I
0: mean I mean he's just getting advice from all these people, he's not listening to it, and now he's now his relationship is in a mess. But while they're sitting there talking back at GRC headquarters, they're tracking Nolan. And they realize that Nolan, who has cornered William in all of his Omni-Man gloriness to try to find Mark, he realizes that Mark has gone to go talk to Adam Eve and he's on his way to them because he's trying to head Mark off now to kind of explain what's going on before Debbie can get to him or before, I, I think at this point, he doesn't even think about the GRC He's just like, okay, I need to get to my son. So Nolan goes to his house and he's looking for Mark. And while he's there, he, I don't know, did he sense a presence or did he hear something? I can't remember.
1: I think think he heard, he probably heard them moving slightly.
0: Okay. So I I just
3: have flashbacks
1: to um, Homelander. Homelander and the boys. Yeah, Homelander in the cabin. Yes, I have that written down. I was like damn
0: like even almost some of the same moves like the gun being pushed into one guy's face and you know him sliding someone across the counter and their body breaking in half and guts are all over the counter he cut a guy in
1: half with the countertop
0: like it was i i sat here watching and and of course they're shooting at him and the bullets are deflecting everywhere and i just looked at this and i was like you know what This is not going to end well for them. And literally the whole scene, I was like him and Homelander, they, they must be like kindred spirits. And I cannot tell you how many memes I have seen since this episode with Homelander and Omni Man, like there's the one, you know, you know they have the one where the two Spider Mans are pointing at each other. They have Homelander yeah, and Omni Man like that. They have another one where they were like tag team partners. I think even <laughs>
3: Anthony,
0: I think even Anthony Starr might have retweeted something that had to do with Homelander and Omni Man. I was like, so you know, in the boys next season, they're they're gonna have to have a scene that tops this, and I think it's just gonna go back and forth, back and forth. I just, yeah. I just have the feeling that's what's about to happen.
3: And and poor, but, poor unfortunate yeah. soul reaching out to the house across the street.
0: I was just about to get to her, and
3: she got. How did he twist? Did he like twist her and throw her through the? House?
0: He did her the same way he did. Um, War Woman, War Woman was the same way when he killed her.
1: Well, he did, he he just, he her just broke her neck. He twisted her body. He twisted that guard's body. Like her body was twisted. No, war- like
0: war woman's body was twisted too I thought it was just her head no it was her body like her her whole be. torso was opposite the way it was supposed to be and she did he did this to this poor woman and then like you said anthony she reaches out for the house and my daughter and i were looking like stupid but uh, of course i think at that point she probably wasn't thinking anything beyond i've just been killed help me help me you know, or or she's or probably I'm, I'm like, about get to get the fuck out of them. there.
1: She's probably trying, even if she was trying to tell him to run, it's just like it was, you're not getting away.
3: And, and, and shout out know, to Donald for being pretty evasive, because he dodged him that one good time. Yeah. You know,
0: Donald was holding his own for a minute, you know? It was he was like, look, he got his people out. He's trying to reason with Omni, man. He's like, look, we were watching you guys just for your p- family's protection. Like, he's still trying to play that angle. Like, Hey, you were attacked. We wanted to make sure nobody was coming after you guys. Omni Man is like, I'm not with your bullshit, you little lapdog. And then Donald jumps behind the desk and comes back with that automatic rifle. It's like, <sighs> okay, we we already know Donald's not making it past this scene. But like you said, right, but,
3: but but he reached. went out like a G, like real with his Omni Man quickness, and, and he slid and up Donald under did, him. Like, he did a combat role. I like, was like, oh.
0: okay, Donald, yeah. you got to... Some- was there, but that poor thing. Once Omni Man got hold of that spine, I was just like, uh,
1: "I can feel oh, your spine."
0: Okay, but the fact that he still was able to get those words out it's been an honor, sir. And Omni Man is like, "Who are you talking to? Who do you think he's talking to? Come on now, talking who to is you? Donald mm-hmm. gonna say that to? Is de- yeah, it's definitely not you." But then donald blows the house up and cecil and debbie and everyone at the grc is watching all of this and debbie of course she's like oh my god did y'all kill him is he dead oh no oh god nah
1: and cecil was like no we probably just slowed down a little bit did they so he's like or maybe not right and he was just standing there <laughs> And then he opens his hand was and had like
0: cheering.
2: he
1: opened his hand and had like Donald ashes fall out of it. I was like, I think
0: that was
2: oh,
1: that was pieces
0: of bone.
2: I-, I was standing on the top of my uh, uh ottoman chair stool
0: and I was going yes yes <laughs> yes because why yes because they blew him up. You actually no thought that yes word. it was better. actually
2: awesome to actually see it. <laughs> I don't care one way or the other. I was like that was an awesome scene because this is what I want with Invincible. I want awesome comic book moments just like all of us nerds the first Spider-Man you guys you know you did it the very first Spider-Man movie or when you saw Black Panther in uh, Captain America Civil War we watched to see the poses did he land the right way did they do the webs the right way that was
0: sort of like that yeah but you know it was funny to me because while Debbie is watching all of this on screen, she has the nerve to call Cecil a monster for blowing him up. Um, excuse me, bitch. Did you not just see your husband crush this man's spine with his bare hands? Like, who is the monster?
1: All the 12 people that he just tore in half and...
0: Right. What
3: about the other 12 poor, unfortunate souls? Right. <laughs> that he...
0: So, at Crushed. this point, I'm like, I, I, I know Debbie is kind of i know she's kind of in this weird in-between place like she knows that her husband is this murdering monster but at the same time this is her husband i'm sure she's kind of looking at it a bit you know
3: well she's in shock
0: exactly exactly there's
3: one there's there's a difference between like thinking you know the truth in actually finding out it right is like
0: your husband can crush people's <laughs> right. spines with one hand and do it without any yeah. qualms without any remorse that's got to be a lot to take in like this is the person that you married this is the person that you have been intimate with this is the person that you created a child with so you know at some point in her mind she's got to worry like oh my god is mark going to be the same way because mark is a superhero mark is half viltrumite mark has half of nolan's dna she's you know she's got to be worried See, I about already mark. thought about that but you're absolutely right i didn't cross my mind
2: but you know i i think more so not is mark going to turn out that way i think the, the, the bigger question is is like what have i done i mean this is somebody who like we said before doesn't appear to have a whole lot of friends she's a real estate agent so that can sort of be sort of like a a solitary career because you don't really don't need other people other than maybe get some keys or something right Uh, and don't have long lasting
1: long lasting right so
2: she's basically has just been her her husband her kid you know so it's like uh, I'll, i'll use myself my husband and I, we don't have kids, we're middle-aged. I basically don't talk to anybody all day unless I talk to you guys or my husband. So for me, my world is very small as far as communications are concerned. Mm -hmm. So if I see something or if I hear something or if I see something occur, I wanna vocalize it because I'm like, oh my God, I'm so shocked. With Debbie, it's like, she doesn't have an outlet and she's there with Cecil, they're in the headquarters, and she's seeing all this horrific stuff, which to be fair, again, using myself as an example, if you have a lot of time to think about stuff, it percolates in the back of your head. I'm talking everything from, mm-hmm. should I wear plaid or should I order the silverware? To what should I get for groceries? All Stuff is always constantly, your brain is constantly running. So we see her right, and she's got all this stuff. And she's looking at this, and she's in horror. She's in shock, but at the same time, that brain's going, like Conoco said, is the kid going to have this? What did I do? How long is this going on? Da, da da da
0: da Yeah, so she's she's pretty messed up. And you've also got to think, she's got to wonder, because Cecil has already made the suggestion to her that mark may be the only person who can stop no exactly that's the other thing too yep. so she's exactly. got to wonder okay is nolan going after mark to talk to him or is he going after mark to kill him that's a scary thing for a mother to have to think like okay this husband this man that i've loved for 20 years that i raised this child with i don't know who this person is now i need to figure out is he going to hurt our child or is he going like what is he going to do is he going to go try to talk to Mark to say hey I want you to come to my side is he going to try to convince him to do the same things that he's doing at this point all of those are probably nightmares to Debbie Yeah. because even if Nolan wants to get to Mark to talk to him what's the first thing he's probably going to do he's probably going to say hey your mom is probably going to call you and tell you these things about me I think she's a little delusional. She's not thinking straight. I would never do this. Blah. She, he's going to go in and start working that territory, you know, because that that's pretty much what Mark has become now. He's become territory for him. Like, oh, I need to go claim him before Cecil claims him. Because you know, that's what Nolan is thinking. And,
2: and um, men have a tendency to, when they want to get a point across talk over the wife girlfriend whatever and say this is what you need to do because i said it was for the best for you and you just nod your pretty little head and just keep on going and i'll tell you what's right sorry guys but that's actually true
3: and for, for, I, for i'm,
2: not, mo- I'm yeah. not
1: even gonna touch that with a 10 foot pole uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, way I'm, not, smart, I'm way yeah. smarter than that uh, you're not gonna get me. i'm not <laughs> i'm, just I'm just not saying, falling for the yeah. i'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe lori i'm not falling for that shit <laughs>
2: I'm just using it as a general thing, but uh, my I know you guys are different. But what I'm just saying is that that's the general consensus. I mean, I had a friend today who had something stupid happen because she got the same treatment, and she's got a PhD. My thing is is that she's dealing with a lot of stuff with no one, and she's dealing with the fact that she's got to navigate her way between these fields, like Hanako said, it's definitely territorial, but it's even more so just Mark and, and, and her husband. It's Cecil. It's the people that are around Cecil. It's the world in general. It's the the, the perception that people will have after the fact. I mean, this is stuff that's going to be ramifications for years and years and years. I mean, It could be 40 years from now. She could be a little old lady, you know, at Walgreens trying to get her her prescriptions and somebody is going to recognize her and say, well, you didn't stop him and Omni-Man and this happened and Invincible did this. And she's going to be like 80 years old and she's still going to have to defend herself because of what she did or
0: didn't do at this particular moment. Yeah, that's true. And then in the midst of all this, Cecil has put out a call to the Guardians to tell them, hey... I need you guys to be on high alert. And when they ask him what the problem is, he's like, look, just sit tight until I tell you that I need you. And Rex makes this statement. He's like, Cecil, we're not your little kids sitting in the back seat while you run in to buy cigarettes. And I was like, that's such an <laughs> 80s reference. <laughs> yeah,
1: the but, late 70s, early 80s reference, yeah.
0: Right. But the thing is, with something this big, I think Cecil was wrong as hell not to tell them what he might, what he has them sitting on the sidelines for because something like this, they need to prepare. We've already talked about how this Guardians team is nothing mm-hmm. compared to the first one. You so, see what he did to the first one. Why would you send this inexperienced, and I know they have experience, but compared to the other Guardians, no, they don't. Why would you tell this inexperienced team who already have a history of not working well together, why would you tell them, hey, sit tight? I might have a red alert for you, but I'll tell you what it is when you need to know. Excuse me. My my my
2: bigger question is is that where's their version of the X-Men? I mean, come on, the, the Guardians can't be the only A-level team that they got. I mean, it, it, so that's pretty no, it
3: was they, they, they were yeah, the A-level <laughs> team got yeah. decimated.
2: I, I know, but what I'm saying <laughs> is is that. You would think that they would at least have uh, a B plus somebody. There's gotta be somebody other than the team teen, teen or the force fires or where the heck. There's gotta be more people. But at the same
3: didn't, time, didn't he say the teen team was number four? Yes. on the list. No, that was like, yes. We're, we're a team number two and three.
0: Uh, right,
2: and then that one
3: group that keeps getting asked.
0: yeah. Me. The what is it, the lizard league or something? I think they were yeah, the no,
1: no, something lizard lovers or yeah, something. Yeah, no. something
2: like that.
0: Yeah but uh, the, the power
2: level set on these people I mean I keep hoping for like uh, a JSA type of a group with uh, Cecil being a member of it to come out of the woodworks and you know like they did in Smallville and you know actually kick ass like our- I, I
3: I don't think that's no. gonna happen in I, this um, world. I think, I think right. the point I think I think I think the statement is there's the guardians of the planet and then everybody right. else. Uh, I think once he wiped them out, There's literally nobody else.
2: So basically, Anthony, what you're saying is, it's Watchmen. Okay, fine. Yeah, Yeah, pretty
3: much. Fine.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
3: pretty much. And 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 he, I I I don't, I don't know. I don't think his strategy is I'm gonna hold them in reserve. I think his strategy is I want there to be somebody left if all he'll if he'll just just you know if everything falls apart. I want to at least have someone still around. And okay, I think you that's, have that's, all of those his,
0: hundreds his of superheroes that auditioned for the Guardians that didn't make it. You can fall back on them or you can at least. I think, some right. I think okay, they've, okay.
3: they've already made the calculation that there's nobody. Hold on. If you, if we, what we know about Cecil is Cecil leaves no stone. I no know. Turn, right? 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 If right. he knew that it would make a difference, you know. trust me, he would have had it ready I to know. go. But he and knows also, there's absolutely yeah. nothing. And the one person he might have been able to get some help from, he sent him back to hell. So, right.
2: This is true. <laughs> this is true. There's, you can't pull John Constantine out of your ass if you send <laughs> right. him away.
1: True. Also, I mean, if if the Guardians of the Globe are so bad, and these other other superheroes tried out, and they couldn't even make it, what the hell are they even gonna do? I mean, they're gonna—they're—they're about—they're literally no good at all. Like, there's that—that's—they're—they're they're basically yeah. cannon fodder. They're but basically I mean, there like were the hundreds infantry. of
0: them. Maybe if they—and I'm saying this very facetiously. There were hundreds of them at that audition. Maybe right. if they band together and fought them all at once, then that, that might
2: be. It's just going. It's
1: just going to
0: be. Look, there, there's no, there's
2: no Animal Man. There's no Apollo. There's no Midnighter. There's no Hour Man. There's no Captain Marvel. There's nobody.
3: There's nobody. I just listed like three B- levels. Nobody. Right. And, there's nobody. And
2: and the bad thing about it is Cecil, I believe. Understands this, and not only does he understand how screwed up they are, he also understands that no matter how much preparation they could have done over the last 20 years, it wouldn't have made a single difference at all.
3: And and you also notice that Cecil is not going to send people needlessly to yeah.
2: die. I noticed because that too. every yeah.
3: countermeasure he yeah. used right. did not involve any like regular right. people.
2: I noticed that. All. Which also brings to the fact that I still believe, we won't see them like you said, Anthony, I agree. I still believe that Cecil comes from an older age of heroes where they had their version of the JSA. He's maybe the only survivor, and the reason he's director in Team Lee is because he survived and he saw that there wasn't a Sandman. There wasn't, you know, uh, an old school Adam. There wasn't an old school Green Lantern because he managed to make it through. But...
3: See, I I, I feel like he's more like Nick Fury, he doesn't have any superpowers, yeah. but he knows yeah. a lot of shit. He knows mm-hmm. a lot of people, yeah. and he's a very good strategist. Actually, you know what? I'll give you that I one. That's what he, I'll give uh, you that I, one.
2: Yeah. yeah, but he's definitely old school, but he definitely has experience. But it, um, and like we didn't see it, we'll see it probably season two or three. The the one that they sent back to the John Constantine character. I'm just saying that because <laughs> I've been drinking Fireball Thank you, thank you. Like I said my memory is a little iffy tonight but with him sending him away the way that they did I I I actually because you've seen these characters before uh how much juice could he have actually lent to the situation because usually when you have magical characters like that they're good for certain things but when it comes to actually throwing down they're actually not
0: that good I don't know because we really didn't get to see anything regarding Damien Darkblood's powers. Like most of what we saw of him was him sleuthing and putting Which is what they usually clues. are. Right.
2: Question uh Etrigan the Demon. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, right. those characters are more detectives. Like uh Detective Chimp from DC mm-hmm. Comics or though you you know in will tr- oh, a little bit but those characters are mainly detecting you don't really see them kick ass I have well I did see one panel but you don't see Detective Chimp
0: kicking someone's ass yeah and you know I, uh, I just kind of wonder maybe Damien could have held his own for a little while against Omni-Man because even right. when Omni-Man came to confront him Damien wasn't scared He was like, yeah, I know you killed them and I'm going to expose you. I mean, he told him flat out to his face and Nolan knew, you know, I don't know if it's because he knows maybe how powerful Damien is, but he didn't, he didn't press it any further at that time. You know, I don't know if he was just you, buying uh, his time uh, or if he was like, you know what? This is not that smoke that I want right now, especially since I'm still recovering from right, everything. Right, right, so. right. But you you have to ask yourself really, because I, I watched this uh, over the weekend
2: again. You really, and I went through a couple of more episodes. You really have to ask yourself, what made Cecil really get rid of him? Was it because he was an annoyance or because Cecil possibly knew something that he could have either hindered or helped that would have hurt them. And uh, then because he didn't need to get rid of him.
3: Okay. Um, um, Cecil, at the end of the day, is about protecting life. And I don't think he wanted to put Damien Darkblood in danger because he knows that Damien Darkblood is not going to mm-hmm. let it go. And he knows. He does. Maybe he doesn't know how powerful Damien Darkblood is, but he knows that Omni-Man took out the Guardians mm-hmm. of the globe. And if he lets Damien Darkblood get away, he's going to die too. And just like how he's keeping the, the team team, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the new Guardians out of the mix, see, he's trying to protect right. their life. I think a lot of what Cecil is doing is trying to preserve as many lives as mm-hmm. he can until he can figure out what to do about Omni-Man and what Omni-Man's mm-hmm. plan is. So he probably knows that Damien will at some point be able to come back, but he just knows he can't let Damien die. Right. He doesn't know what, what ramifications that that will cause. He's got to keep these kids out of it too. Like I said, everything that he's sent at him are things that he can afford to lose as chess pieces. He can't afford to lose these guys yeah. right now. Because he doesn't really know the full right. situation. So he's playing it safe. He's playing it smart.
0: Especially since right now he doesn't know which way Mark will fall to.
3: Right. And he doesn't want to send them to just die senselessly and needlessly. He's just not going to do that.
0: Right. So after Cecil gets off the phone or gets off the, the comms telling them to sit tight, they're all sitting there talking about, wait, why are we sitting tight? Like, we need to know what's going on. So Black Samson says to Robot, hey, can you do some checking and see what's going on? No response from Robot. Like, it's just staring there, just looking into space. And when they try to figure out what's going on, here comes Rudy from the back. He's like, no, you know, I'm here, you know? (laughs) And it's so weird because, of course he is the spitting image of Rex Rexplode as a teenager and everybody is looking like what the fuck and Rexplode has like they're, they're all like what the fuck who are you and he's like you all know me as robot but my real name is Rudolph Connors though I prefer if you called me Rudy and then the robot actually goes and stands next to him and so he's telling them hey yeah I was a disformed figure I was uh, remote controlling the with the drone and all this, stuff. I mean, just you know, he he's telling them all this stuff, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, how do we know that you are who you say you are?" He says, "Ask me a question. Ask me a question only robot would know." So Rex Flood goes to him and says, "Why the fuck do you?" He look says, like-? "Why the fuck do you look like me?
3: How the fuck do you look like me?" Right.
0: <laughs> and robot, you know, he basically. He t- he tries to tell them, okay, you know what? That's a longer story. We can get into that once we figure out the crisis. And they're like, oh hell no, uh uh-uh. uh, you're All gonna right, tell right, us what's right. going on now. Right. This is the crisis. And I don't, you know, as much as as much as Rex Blow gets on my nerves, I don't blame him. Like this dude is walking around with your face. He said, look, dude, my my childhood was already fucked up, and now you're making it even more fucked up. What the hell? So he, you know, he basically tells them that he needed a new body, and he chose Rex. It's
3: just so weird. Did, say. did he say he chose? But basically,
0: what he did was he chose
3: Rex because Monster um, Girl kind of seemed like she liked him, right?
0: Like, oh, but of course. My, and, and here's the thing. This is what I've been saying about Rex Rexplode the whole season because Rex Rexplode looks at her. He's like, but he was like, I don't even know how to feel about that. He's like totally disgusted because again, he's been looking at her like the kid that right. she appears to be instead of a woman trapped in a kid's body. And unfortunately, well, I won't I won't even say unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately, it's kind of it, like it's
3: like tiny, I call it the tiny girl. It's like tiny girl said, There's so much wrong with this. A lot.
0: There's so <laughs> much wrong with this because I understand Rudy's. I understand his motivations because he felt like he was a grown man trapped in a body Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's a grown Mm -hmm. woman trapped in a child's body she will never be able to have a regular relationship the way that she looks and he felt like okay i don't even know if it was always a romantic thing but his thing was i can be somebody she can relate to i'm a 30 year old that's now in a teenager's body she has somebody to relate to, and you know maybe something else will come out of it. I no, think that's man. where he's thinking, no. but I think
3: like it's just, like, man. like like the girl said, there is is it is so it wrong?
2: wrong. It is. <laughs> is it wrong that I threw up in my mouth when later on she grabs his hand for moral support? Oh, no, not yes, it is. Yes, like, cool. yes,
1: because. I mean, you got, I mean, that was a, that was a kind of nice moment, even though, yeah, it's still, this is, this whole thing is problematic. The whole thing about him making a body is problematic. The thing that he, he is, that he made a body to be with somebody who looks like a little girl is problematic. And the whole, the whole thing where you're like, okay, where is this going? Like, what's the end game here? Literally. Because the more, the more she turns in, the more she turns into monster girl, the younger she gets. That, is he
0: gonna
1: that get,
3: is get younger gonna too, right? Yes, that's
0: a huge that issue. Is, right, that is gonna be a huge issue. I think right now the 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 thing was he's thirty years old, she's twenty five years old. They're close in age. He wanted to look similar to her so that she one again she would have somebody she could relate to someone who wouldn't treat her as a little kid because you you know that all of them even though they know she's grown when you look at her right, you right. see a little kid right. so yeah. i think mm-hmm. i think on the one hand he had good intentions But the way he went about it was so, so wrong. First of all, you don't take somebody's DNA without their consent. Black Samson said, and you did all this with no consent? Like you didn't ask, you didn't get permission, nothing. He could have done this in such a different way. I know it
3: sounds bad, but legally it still would have been problematic. DNA, so it doesn't.
0: No, he took the DNA from his shoulder. Oh yeah, he
3: did prick him, didn't he? yeah, yeah, he, oh, yeah he took that yes. DNA. He didn't, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't mop up the floor or
1: cut off a piece of his blood soap clothing or anything. He pulled a dorian stuck gray from him. the
0: League of Extra- uh, Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yes,
1: he did. He was like, Ow. Yep. Oh, sorry about right. that. Right. Right. <laughs>
0: so he could have done this in a more ethical way. He could have gone to Rex and said, hey, look, this is the situation. This is what I want to do. Blah, blah, blah. Can I have your DNA? That still would have been weird. Hell no. That still would have been weird as fuck. But at least he would have yes, gotten consent been... and everybody would well, he have would known. Have gotten consent what the
1: there's, there's no, way, no chance no, no. no. yes. Rexwood said yes to that uh, shit. There's absolutely no way, no chance in hell Rexwood said yes to
3: that shit. Not even money, there's money offered. Nothing no. appropriate about a 30-year-old man wanting to be a teenager to be with another teenager. Uh, no,
2: again to again
0: with file. another 25-year-old that. trapped in a teenager. That's where the moral gray area comes in because right. she is not a teenager, she She's is not. a grown woman that looks like a teenager. Right.
3: But, that's where the perception yeah but
0: the perception
2: <laughs> right a perception. but again, that's why, again they could have. yeah but that's they why that he chose
0: a teenage version of Rex. he's like okay at least right. both of us are adults right. on the inside but at least we both look like we're the same age on the outside i know that that's what he was thinking again still a morally gray area it's weird, it's, it's weird. i can i can understand the the logic of it because it makes sense. If if she's 25 years old, but she looks like a kid, like I said, she will never, ever, ever have a normal relationship with a grown man. That's not going to ever happen. So what Robot did, I understand it makes sense on that level, but still the way he went about it and the, the means mm-hmm. that he went to go through it, not only that, but... You didn't even ask Monster Girl if that was something she wanted. Like, does she want a companion her age that looks like her? Like, she thinks that that's, I mean, that's a curse for her. Do you think she would want somebody else to have to live in the, with that curse? And then, like you said, Mike, the more she changes into her monster form, the younger she's going to get. What is he going to do then? When he still looks 14, but now she looks five. Even though she's going to be... 25, yourself. 26. She might be 30 in that body. She might be 40 in a five year old's body. I'm
3: sorry. It's was, still I'm, gonna
0: a dilemma.
3: I'm sorry. I'm watching it again. And this whole thing about, he's like, I took her, I took your DNA because she found you interesting. And he's like, wait, what? He was what
0: like, do I mean? don't even know how to feel about that.
3: <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. He's like, God damn it, robot. Stop fucking with me, please.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's great. This no, is, I'm I, sorry, I, I, as I as is. this I, whole, I, I don't know if this was his intention, but this whole yeah. situation is like hilariously hilarious. This it is. This is so stupid. But, it, but it's also, yeah.
0: it's yeah. sad but, because if you think about it, like for the basics, It makes sense. It just doesn't make sense because he's using somebody else's DNA without permission. And now he looks like somebody who he has to look in the face every day. That's weird.
1: Yes, it is.
0: I mean, if you look at this They've broken like 97 laws
2: just, just on the face of this whole thing. And again, I go back to the whole thing. I know it's Kirkman. I know we love him. But I honestly think that I could have done without this entire storyline because it's very disturbing. I feel
3: bad for Rex. You got to look at yourself as a teenager now every day. Like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a story. Right. That could be
0: come up. A and story. not only that, yeah. you have to look at yourself as like I a teenager. I was... <laughs> Being with a girl that you look at as a kid sister, like he, that's how he's treated her this whole time. And now you've got to look at your younger right. self possibly being with her is yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird.
2: It, it's a very disturbing. The whole thing is just disturbing. I mean, I don't, again, I don't know if they just threw it in for shock value. I haven't read Invincible in years, so I don't know if this plays out into something major later on in the books, but <sighs> For my money, they again. It's kind of like the whole Benjamin Button
0: there. scenario. Like that's so, that's so weird. I mean, in yeah. that that movie, he yeah. fell in love with someone, and as she got older, he got young. It it's just it's weird.
3: Or, or the time travels wife. Yeah, where he meets his wife as a little girl. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. There true. you go. That's the classic. That's right true. Also weird.
0: Which is weird because. It's like one of those, what did you say, Michael? That, that's the ultimate, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, did you meet her as a little yeah, girl the and, then egg egg in and then fall in love with her? Yeah. Or had you um, already fallen in love with her? And then you ended up going back in time and finding her as a little girl. And it's, it's just, it's one of those weird things. So. So bad. It, it's so bad. It is. It is. It, it, it's so bad. But um, at this point, there's there's really nothing they can do about it. Because I mean it's done now. Mm. They're just I they're really gonna have to figure out
3: It's like she says we we all just need time to process this.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, like I said, I
3: damn shame. I
0: I
2: have my own issues with this stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but you know, it's 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 just so weird. Oh. Like you said, having to look at your younger Uh I think. Oh, uh, no. Mm. OK. <laughs> anyway, so while they're st- while they're still debating all of that, <laughs> Black Samson is at the comms and he's like, well, I think I figured out why Cecil's keeping us on high alert. And he plays back video of Omni-Man destroying one of Cecil's satellites. And what he's doing in Rick's is like, what the fuck is going on today? Like, today is the worst day of all days. Like, right. robot stole my face. There's a kid-sized version of me walking around. Omni Man is destroying shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? But um, you know, I, I don't know if the Guardians would be able to do we anything. No,
3: they won't be able to like. No, they're not gonna be able to. No, they can't. No, the answer is no. The answer
0: is no. I mean, just seeing what Nolan does to everything that's thrown at him in this episode. Like they brought back the kaiju. Mm -hmm. They bring some of uh, D. A. Sinclair's. uh,
1: They're cyborg zombies because they they tried to eat Omni Man. They were all they were biting him everywhere. I was like, the fuck! I was like, oh, the Walking Dead. I see what you did there, Kirkman. Ah.
0: Because what Cecil says when Debbie asks what they are, he says they are soldiers, they are, what did he this say, it? reanimated soldiers or dead soldiers that are fighting for Serving our country one, more one time. last yeah. time?
1: Yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: I was like, really? And then D.A. Sinclair sitting there with his, boy William did a job <laughs> on him. He's got his uh, own. No, that was, yeah, that that was, that was, that was <laughs> Mark. That was the
3: inhibitor. Though. That was Mark. That, that was the inhibitor he had on this stick. Yeah, that's that, that's cause that's because uh. Mark
1: Mark busted his job with that backhand.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. William started. William, sorry,
1: Mark, Mark finished ended it. Ended. He finished it in a hurry. Yeah.
3: And yeah. and Cecil was playing dodgeball right. with um <laughs> with Omni Man as well. No, he no no. He was playing
1: Nightcrawler. He was 100% <laughs> Nightcrawler from the accident. I like you he said.
3: He's like you know. He was he's like I've yeah. faced death a thousand times, and that's the first time my balls were in my throat. He's like that was the first time he was ever scared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, but- all
1: that was all that was missing was like blue blue smoke and a and a bamf sound effect. bamf bamf bamf. Even though even though he almost did lose his throat because Omni man grabbed his tie and he and he. Transported and had half a tie when he was back at headquarters. It's like I was I was surprised that he actually got away as much as that. He must have a lot of practice
3: with that. So but he did answer one question. He was like, Why did you kill them? They were your friends. What do you say? They were weak. He said, I didn't need them. They were Mm -hmm. weak. (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah. But but, but before we get into all that, because there's, I do have something funny to say about Omni-Man and his many fights. Um, You know, the Guardians, they call Cecil, they're like, yo, what are we supposed to be doing? Like, we need to go out there and help. And Cecil says, like you said, Anthony, he's like, you keep your asses parked until I tell you to unpark them. If this all goes south, you will be our last defense against Omni-Man. And then he cuts off the comment. Rex Blow was like, whoa, 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 hold up. Did he just say we are his last hope against Omniman He was like, "Oh fuck, I'm pretty sure that's what happened to the last." hope <laughs> they,
1: and they, they looked at the blood, looked at the blood the last, splash on last the wall. They were like, "Oh shit."
0: Uh. Right, right. I think at this point they're all probably thinking like, "Um, how so how bad do we really want to be guardians of the globe right yeah, about now?" Because I would think that, I would think that would be zero to nine. I'm good. Mm.
1: Man,
0: so anyway, going back to the Mahler brothers, real quick, the Mahler brothers they have their mind control thing and they also have the body of Immortal, which I forgot they dug up at the end of the last episode. <sighs> so they bring Immortal back to life. Immortal, starts...
3: I, I told you he could come back,
0: yeah, he
3: yeah. I, back. I
0: guess I don't know what the deal was because they actually had buried him, so maybe whatever. Whatever Cecil did didn't work. I that's what the Moller
3: brothers. That's what the Maler brothers said. Like whatever yeah. they did, they they did said they were idiots.
0: They didn't try yeah. hard enough because they they brought him they brought him back again. Like you said, Mike, they are smarter than yeah. they look. And they brought him back. He starts having. I'm sorry.
3: I
1: love I love the montage that they did when they when he was beating on his chest and you saw you actually got an origin story for Immortal like when he was a caveman. And he got he got struck by something coming from a vortex and then showed him through the years, actually like becoming a being a knight, doing all this other stuff. And then right before he woke up, getting his head cut off and like going into a his bread, that rage kind of reminded me of kind of remind me of Thor appearing, like going to Wakanda and saying, bring
3: me Thanos. Like he was like, where's
1: Omni-Man?
3: So he, he was basically Vandal Savage because that's what happened to Vandal Savage. He was mm. exposed to some meteorite that made him immortal.
0: Yep. Yep. But Immortal, they try to activate the collar and they're basically trying to get him to destroy Robot and the new Guardians of the Globe. And Immortal is like, fuck y'all, I got bigger fish to fry. He tears off the collar and he goes for it wasn't pretty. <laughs> and, you know, I have to say when when I saw him bust out of the warehouse and go towards Omni Man and and they actually started fighting, I was like, okay, this is gonna be good. How the fuck you get brought back to life just to be killed less than five minutes later by the same Wait, wait Go damn back though. Wait, guy. go back,
1: go back. Because because when the Mahler brothers actually tried to use their remote control and control him, it actually fritzed out. This goes back to robot not giving them the proper schematics. And this is like i mean Ro- robot had a whole plan of sending them back to jail like only getting what he wanted and then trying to put them back in jail again so he wasn't he wasn't about to give them something that could act that was actually really powerful without putting a fail safe in it where as soon as they activated it it would actually fritz out and not work so
0: you don't think they would have figured that out and fixed it before they I tried mean, to do it I think they yeah but ro- out. I mean
1: robot I, I think I think robot is yay smarter than they are and I think that they probably when I mean they were probably in such a state after almost getting squashed by volt by you know robot Voltron that they were just like you know like fuck it, let's just put this together so we can get so we can get this revenge real quick so they mm. put it together I mean I think I think robot's a little bit smarter than they are and I'll, I'll give them more credit for being I don't like, know robot him
0: couldn't himself. build himself his own body <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, well,
3: they had already done all the work.
1: (laughs) I mean, Robot probably could have, but he he probably trusted, he probably wanted to get them to make sure it was done properly because they have more experience at it than he does. So, Uh I mean, there's that.
0: Yeah. This fight with Omni Man and Immortal, at first, I really thought Immortal, like, I was sitting there hoping, I was like, okay, Immortal, you have enough rage to whoop his ass. But again,
1: it just—he was giving it, them that work for a minute.
0: He was giving them that work, and it was—it was all being televised because there was a news <laughs> helicopter in the air. My thing is, why in the world are you in the air seeing these two superpowered people fight? That does not work. What do you not watch movies and TV shows? That's not gonna work out well.
1: I half expected to see Lois Lane hanging out like reporting live from there, get ready to fall <laughs> out and get caught. Or maybe it was, or maybe Amber's dumbass will be in there and then fall out and get and have to get caught by Mark, and then you know she'll still be mad at him. And I'm oh, sorry I brought that up again. I'm sorry. Proceed.
0: But in the midst of all this, Mark has actually come to help Nolan because again he thinks that Nolan is in trouble, and Eve is the only one Cecil has actually been able to get in touch with and like, hey. You guys need to stay away from Omni-Man. This is what's going on. And of course, Mark is already there. Mark is helping fight the kaiju. He's fighting the kaiju and not very well at that while Omni-Man and Immortal are kind of going at it. So Omni-Man... He's trying to save Mark, but at the same time, he's getting his ass at the moment whooped by Immortal. And there's so many things going on with this. Like Omni-Man has already, let me see, Cecil has uh, tried to kill him with a bomb. He's tried to send a laser, not once, but twice from a satellite in space. And Nolan destroyed it. The second time I was like, okay, so now we're Randy Quaid in Independence Day. You know, going to destroy (laughs) the satellite. That I mean, that's literally what it looked like when I saw it. I was like, up, yo!
1: No, no, like, no. You got, you got to get the when, when he, when they started, when they tracked him with it. He and Nolan was like, no, the you, no, the fuck, you're, you are not gonna do that shit. And then he got, (laughs) and then you know,
0: I mean, he just starts destroying everything. The zombie cyborgs try to get at him. They fail the kaiju that fails did I forget anything (laughs) like how many different times did Cecil try to kill Nolan in this episode and it just like he just keeps getting up and then of course like I said this battle between him and Immortal he's already knocked out several of Immortal's teeth they're kind of going in at it Immortal has way too much rage for this fight Fighting with that much rage, fighting with that kind of emotion, that never works out well for the person fighting with the, with said emotion and with said rage. Because he goes to punch Omni-Man, and what does Omni-Man do? He punches him straight through his stomach, out the back, and Immortal is On live TV. On, on live TV! And Immortal is no longer immortal. He is dead yet again. But now the whole world has seen Omni-Man kill one of the Guardians. Amber has seen it. William has seen it. The guardians are sitting there seeing it, and this is where you see Monster Girl kind of take Rexplodes. explodes Oh, excuse me, takes Rudy's hand.
1: Mini Splode. I shall call him Mini Splode. Mm. But
0: you know, Immortal takes a, He takes a minute to get down. He like gouges Nolan's eyes, and he's still trying to kill him. And then, of course, Nolan splits him in half. And he kills him and as the body kind of slides to the side like williams hamburger there's mark and he has just seen his father kill one of the good guys and you know he tells mark he's like mark we have to talk
1: we need to talk,
0: we need to talk. and the episode ends and i was like oh they didn't even give us a post-credit scene for this one really
1: Man,
2: this it was just... amazing it, it really was one of those things that I knew it was coming but I was like oh it was just so good I mean we watched it the very next week but Mark was like I want to watch I want to watch it now I'm like all week long we
0: kept saying to each other we have to watch it now I mean it was literally that good yeah it was good but I'm telling y'all that next episode, and
1: listen,
0: we're about to get some the boys level yep. master. Yep. I I have mm-hmm. a feeling, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's about to be so destructive. I don't know what Nolan's gonna say to Mark at this point. I don't know if Mark will be receptive to what Nolan says at this point. But I think now Nolan has absolutely nothing to lose. Everybody in all across the world just watched him kill Immortal, which I know they have questions like, you know, they were asking uh, somebody that that appears to be Immortal, though he was, you know, murdered. Um, His name is Immortal for a reason. That's why he's there. But I, I don't know. I mean, everybody just, the, the curtains literally came off. Everybody mm-hmm. sees him for who he is now. And de- depending on what kind of explanation he tries to give, it can go either way. He can try to convince people that he is a good guy and that maybe Immortal was, you know, maybe he was experiencing some psychological problems after being almost murdered. or I don't know how he's going to spin it, but something tells me at this point, Nolan probably doesn't give a fuck and all hell is about to break loose. But
3: yeah. well, if the if the newscopter had a pretty good mic, he would have heard... Um, You would have heard Immortal saying, "You betrayed us."
0: Yeah, Yeah. you killed us, you You bastard! Right. But I don't know. You know, we we had we apparently had this issue with people saying things and not speaking loud enough for other people to hear in this series. (laughs) Mark, is that you? (laughs)
3: Like,
0: dude, (laughs) (laughs) hush. How is it that we are almost at the end of this series already? It seems like it went by so fast.
1: It really did. Yep. yep.
0: Well, they, they did an excellent job. I mean, they really,
2: and, and like I said, one of the things that really attracted me, and I like some anime and I love all of the uh, superhero stuff. Uh, I really enjoy the fact that for the first time, other than, say, Justice League, we got adult content. It wasn't dumbed down. I mean, I sort of despise Rebels because it's so kiddish, Mm. but this was high grade adult level stuff. They didn't pull any punches and it was well written and it made sense. I didn't have to watch a clone of of somebody who I can't stand, Bad Batch, Uh, (laughs) but it was really well done. And I, I'm I'm excited. It's got two more seasons. I mean Yes. This is my issue. It has been renewed for
0: seasons two and three. Yeah, this is my issues, they would say. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. So what do you guys think is gonna happen?
3: Um they're not gonna have an answer for Nolan, period. No Nolan no, is going, no. yeah. Yeah, I don't no, see that Nolan is going either. to happen. I know we haven't seen the last episode, but I'm, I'm. pretty sure things are not going to look good for Mark, no matter what, because that's the only thing standing between Omni Man and complete and other world domination. You know, because that, that's which
0: what, we still don't know for but sure. That's what, that's, what it, that's what it is. That's what it looks like. Anything. I mean, yeah, it does. It, that's what it, it does. looks like. It's yeah. like
3: we're Cecil is throwing everything at him, at and him. he's just mm-hmm. brushing it off.
0: Even He's tried to appeal off. to his emotions, like, "Dude, we've been friends for twenty years. How can you do this? Like, I'm hurt. You know, Debbie is hurt. Does Mart know that his father is a murderer? And you can kind of see Nolan's demeanor kind of slip just a little bit when Cecil asked him and that. And he said, he said, don't that-
3: say their name. Like, th- he didn't have an answer for any of that. <laughs> don't, don't say their name. Well, but yeah,
0: well,
2: it goes back. Yeah, it goes back to what you said earlier earlier episodes we he didn't anticipate actually falling in love having a family having an emotional connection and thinking that even if he did have it he could shake it off but well we'll see
3: and 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 so i can only this this is not going to be good for anybody the only thing that could happen is maybe he comes clean and and has a change of heart for some reason or another but it doesn't look like you know, maybe this conversation with whatever he talks to Mark about, maybe that's going to change some things, or maybe Mark will be yeah. able to talk him down. I don't know. Just Hopefully Adam Eve doesn't get in the way. <laughs>
0: you know? Yeah, I, I, I need her to stay I, far, far I away. I need for her
3: to go to where the Guardians are and I don't know. just hang out. I for, hang I out foresee, with Rex and Kate.
1: I foresee mm-hmm. a long, drawn-out, villain-like speech from him. You know, justifying everything <laughs> and telling him mm. about you know what's gonna happen and things like that. It's just it's it's inevitable. It's gonna happen. I'm interested to see if it's gonna be whiplash like, like where, like if, if, like because he was a douchebag in whiplash. I mean, that was, was a good movie, but he was a fucking oh <laughs> oh. It like,
3: took me a minute.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took me a Yeah, to it's yeah like, but you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not, not my time. Can, can you count? Like, you know, I mean, that's going to be, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see if there will be any moments like that in there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be
0: interesting. I'm just, I feel bad for Mark because either way it goes, this is not going to be easy for him. If it turns out that his father is this asshole who's trying to dominate the planet, that means that he's trying to dominate the humans, of which Mark's mother is one. So that's going to be an issue. If he's trying to recruit Mark to his cause, that's going to be an issue because, again, Mark is half human. Mark has been raised on Earth. Mark didn't even know about Viltrum until a few years ago, and he still doesn't really know much about it. So to expect him to have loyalty to your planet and whatever your people's intentions are just because of you, I think that's asking a bit much, especially given the behavior that your son just recently witnessed. Or if Mark decides, hey, okay, so I'm going to be with my dad and I'm going to do what my dad wants and we're going to do this, which I I really don't see. Again, Mark is half human. He gets a lot of his personality from Debbie, I think. So I don't think that will be a thing, but even if it is, he's going to end up losing his friends because of it, because that means you're trying to dominate all of the people on the planet, including the people you now call friends and your so-called girlfriend so it's I feel sorry for him he's he's not gonna win either way it goes and poor Debbie I just
1: it's a lot
0: that that's that's a lot to have to deal with and then if you think about it she now knows that Omni-Man killed the Guardians pretty much all of the world now knows that Omni-Man killed the Guardians which means that Debbie is gonna be a pariah of some sort within her community, within the people that they know, with people like Olga, who she considers a friend, but yeah. whose husband was killed by Omni Man. It's just yeah. they're all yeah, they're all gonna have fucked up lives yeah. from this point on. And it's just I just, just want to know how
1: bad it's if about by to community be. you mean the entire world, then yeah, she's gonna be a pariah to the community because it's like even it does it's not gonna matter what she says she was her she was she is his husband they're like how did you not know she's gonna get all kinds of flack for this shit and it's really undeserved because mm-hmm. it's like she he's the one person you wouldn't think that this would that would do something like this and wow well, he was a how would no
2: well no that that's that's just like the women who unwittingly are married to like serial killers they just didn't know you know or kidnappers or something yeah you know? because I mean,
0: that's one of the things about their personality like they have right charm, right. and they have the, and mm-hmm. and think about it even in the earlier yeah, episodes before, the first episode before we saw him murder the guardians and even after we saw him murder the guardians he still treated debbie with a lot mm-hmm. of love with a lot of respect when he stepped out of line with her she called him on it and he's and he changed and went back to being mm-hmm who he was so we have no reason to think that he right. is anything but a devoted exactly. husband and father right you know except for the yeah. little pieces that we've seen here and there when mark was getting his ass kicked by motorheads people mm-hmm. and all of this stuff you know we started to see the cracks then but again this is like what episode five episode six
2: right right so right
0: We've already had the first half of the season where we see him as this devoted family man, devoted father. He's teaching his son about being a superhero and all of this other stuff. So it's just, if he is there on earth for nefarious reasons, which I think we're all pretty much certain this is what the case is, it's just going to be a hard pill to swallow for Debbie and for Mark. And I want to see what that fallout is going to be like. How do you deal with something like that?
1: That's, that's that's rough. Um, real quick, shout out to Adam Eve for being an expert barista and and, and and her own shower. Like when she woke up like in her tree house and like literally was like like got out of bed and was like, ew, and just like made her powers like clean herself. I was like, damn, I want that. Like that, that's yeah, a, that's, exactly. that's a power I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind having like early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um uh, shout out to Robot for being. I still think Robot's kind of a low key villain, just because of like how deceitful he was in a plan to get a body. Like he he did a lot of creeping around, like with his team. Like his team had no idea he was doing this shit, and he broke he broke two dangerous criminals out of jail. Granted, he tried to put them back, but everything he did with that, he had a backup plan on backup plan to be deceitful and like not really tell the truth. About about what's going on, and Isn't that what you
0: say, Anthony Robot is the type that he seems like the type to have plans on plans on plans.
1: He did, man, yeah. um Shout out to Omni Man for having having the weirdest fetish in the world because he every chance he gets he smashes somebody's head. Like he reminds me of that kids in the hall thing where he, where you're like I squish a head, I squish a head, I squish a head. Like he he's a head buster. Like nobody's been, <laughs> I'm like he just. I mean, even when it's not necessary, he like he like squishes someone's head and doesn't think anything about it oh and shout out to cecil for not being batman like at all for it for him to have known known omni man for 20 plus years and not have a backup plan or a successful way to take care of him like batman has like batman has plans to take care of any of the justice league in case they get out of out of hand he had 20 years to figure that shit out and had no success
0: he had so much trust in omni
1: man yeah i know bruce wayne I, Bruce Wayne's a friend of mine. Sir, you are no Bruce
3: Wayne. That, wait, wait. I, it's, not, it's not for lack of trying. There, there's no answer. <laughs> there's there's no answer for Omni Man. That's the I think that's the point of the show. There's no answer for him. None.
0: So you don't you don't think that it was just that he trusted Omni Man? More than he should have.
3: I would I think he's always tried to get him on the guardians because he wanted to keep a close eye on him. I. I don't think he's ever fully trusted. Him.
0: Okay. Mm. I. I'll,
3: I'll tend to agree. I don't think Cecil trusts anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I. I really. I don't. I, I tend him, to agree. But...
0: He probably trusted Donald. Mm. But...
1: I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, yeah, Donald's a company
1: man. man. I mean, Donald's basically Coulson.
0: I mean, company
2: mm-hmm. no, man.
3: Coulson would have made himself scared. No, ah, so, I mean,
0: and Coulson would have had a backup plan. And Coulson <laughs> had Melinda May,
3: so it would have been a trap door.
1: Yeah, no I'm, not, no, I'm talking first Avengers Coulson. Oh, oh okay. yeah. you're oh, talking, okay. talking about
0: I just I'm, got I'm, the security clearance. Oh, Coulson, okay, okay, yeah, okay. It. All
2: right,
1: right. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking Coulson with the Captain America cards okay, and like gotcha. holding gotcha. a gun. Like, oh, this how that works? Yeah. That's the oh, not, okay. not not, not a no, no, no. Okay. That's a way different yeah. person. Okay. Okay. Literally and okay. figuratively.
0: Huh. okay. We only have one episode left. And I have a feeling it's uh, gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Define It is going to Define be good. good. <laughs> <laughs> um let me
2: put it this way. I, I I've only watched it once, but Mark and I were watching it on a Saturday and we were like, crap, now we gotta wait for season two. I mean, we were just like just speechless. Because we had just watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier before that. And we were like, okay, let's watch this now. We were like, wow, we should have watched this first. That's how good it was. You know, so.
1: that, that's a lot of emotion for one night of watching.
3: I told a friend about the show, a co-worker about the show. She binge-watched it in three days. And she came back to school and she was like, I'm mad. Why are you mad? I want season two and three right now.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I spoke to one of your other coworkers about this show and he watched it and started listening to the podcast. And after I don't remember oh, I think after he watched the finale, he came and sat in my office and he was like, I I think I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ah, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what we want, though. You know, the the 63-year-old, she's been listening to the podcast while she's getting her radiation done, so she's been sending me notes via text. (laughs) But, you know, she's 63.
0: She's my sister-in-law, so I have to just take them and smile. But, yeah, she's got opinions. Right, right. Oh, no, he didn't say that about Invincible. He said that about the boys, because after Invincible, She's went and watched the boys. she She went back. And she's listening to various.
2: So she's listening to some of our boys' stuff. She's listening to some of our uh, our stuff that we did with Falcon. She's listening to Wandavision, and Bone, and she's on Curse Down.
0: Oh, okay. So she's yeah, she's yeah. She's to a just lot of full
2: it. full in. All right,
0: cool. Lovely. So <sighs> you don't argue with a sixty three year old with brain cancer. So well, you know what? If it's bringing her some comfort while she's going through her treatments, then. You know, that's that's, what we're here for. Exactly. Shout out. Exactly. 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 So on that note, we will go ahead and close this out and prepare for the season finale of Invincible. But for (sighs) now, that's our show.